Dude. Just a minute, dude. Dude. Oh. Yes, dude? Look what I found. <gasps> Please say it's... It's a baby owl bear. I think we just got our new lab pet. Oh. Oh, does it have a name? Not yet. Let's do this. <gasps> oh, right. Um... Owly Pardon. Owly Berry. Owlia Roberts? Hellowlin Mirren. Owlina Bertum Carter. Wait, it's a boy. Oh, uh, snap. Okay. Oliver Platt. Uh, Idris Elbear. Tyler Berry. Barack Obama. Will Barrel. Albert Brooks. Christian Barrel. Mohammed Owly. It's Owly Sunny in Philadelphia. Mike Owl Jordan. Owl Night Long by Lionel Richie. I mean, obviously these are all gold. 24 karat. But it's gotta be perfect. It's gotta be a great pun and someone that also loves the Forgotten Realms. Stephen Cowbear. I'm gonna make him some tiny little black room glasses. Welcome, Stephen. It's time for you to hear your first episode of the Character Lab. Papa Dan's gonna play the theme music now. Right. Ah, yeah, dang. Uh, the cassette is stuck in the deck again. Hang on. There we go. Garen, you ready? It's about to drop. Do it! Dungeons and Dragons. Dan here. I started out in 5e. And me? I was sitting behind the DM screen. Yeah, that was three short years ago. I built a dragonborn fighter with no gusto. Fast forward a year. We're buying supplements and copping brand new gear. Incessantly making characters for one another. The only one who cared, of course, was our brother. Building new characters, score them all day. Each and every week, a brand new baby. How's their melee? How's their range? How's their magic? How controlling? How to range? That's not a category. Just keep going. Uh, I think we were here. Grab a comfy chair and a glass of mead. Another fresh episode in your feed. Other podcasts can be kinda drab. This ain't one, it's the character lab. Welcome to the D&D Character Lab, the show based around one thing we as players cannot resist. And that is compulsively creating characters and daydream about their validity in-game. Each week we're bringing a new character to the table, drawing from a plethora of published content, and score it against a predefined table of criteria. It is then up to us to use our own personal charisma modifiers to convince the other that our baby is better. And Garen, I can't think of a week where this holds more true. Guys, this week is perfect. I am a big old kid. And not in the way that everyone says it, in the way that, like, my wife got me a Mighty Max off eBay for Christmas, and I play with it all the time. Straight kidding it. And this week, we made level one kids using a great supplement off DM's Guild called Little Heroes. That's right, Ann Gregerson put together this really unique piece that discusses how to bring kids of all ages to your gaming table and cater a few things to make them feel comfortable. It also goes into ways to make an NPC and player character kids in your game. You can make them interesting and even offers a kid race and backgrounds. This really made for a slam dunk for your lab boys. Now, I've sat down for a few quick encounters and bits of roleplay with my daughter, and she loves the imagination of it, but this piece gave me the confidence to try and really ease her into D&D for real, which is super exciting. Yeah, and I, I bought a white panel van and started driving around my neighborhood looking for kids that want to see my dragon. No luck yet, but Garen, why don't you go ahead and introduce us to your pint-sized paladin this week? Well, my little girl was playing in a sandbox during recess at her arcane school, and Molly was building herself a sandcastle when it got knocked down by a pair of twin girls that were sometimes mean to her. She had dealt with their harassment before, weathering a storm of comments on her clothes and being told she couldn't play with them. But today, 
they had gone too far. That castle had taken half of recess, and despite looking like a vaguely square blob, she was proud of it. Molly grabbed a handful of sand and threw it at the girls, but even she was caught off guard when a tidal wave of sand blasted forth from her hand and swallowed both girls whole. A moment of intense silence fell upon the playground. And then the other kids went back to playing because, hey, recess was almost over. And Molly was left stunned by what just happened. Then she heard a gravelly voice from below and looked down to see a man's face made out of sand. She would have been startled, but he kind of looked like her papa without glasses on. So she decided to hear him out. Did you enjoy that? Yep. Would you like to do that again? Yep. I can grant you that power. Why? Because I can. Why? Because I'm a god. Who's your mom? I... I don't have one. I'm a god. Who's your dad? Do you want the power? Yep. Okay. You have it. Thanks. From that moment on, Molly developed new and exciting powers that allowed her to control the sand. With this brand new faith came a confidence to stand up to bullies and throw her sandy socks on the kitchen floor when she got home from school. And if mom and dad don't like it, well then they could take it up with Sand Papa. I'm introducing you to Molly, a level one Asimar cleric of the Sand Domain, which is a domain that I took out of the Elemental Domains book by Darren Kenny, a very prolific author on DM's Guild, and he made an entire book of different elemental domains. They are so much fun, so I'm excited to bring this character into the lab, and she is using the Arcane Pupil background, which is also out of the kids' book. Darren, you didn't tell me that you were going to do a complete cop-out and just take your daughter's exact backstory and just build her. Unfortunately, for those of you who don't know, she actually is a real-life sand cleric, so our thoughts and prayers are with your daughter, Garen. She is, and the race was very easy to pick Asimar because she's my little angel. All right, well, let me tell you about my baby this week. Brarook's story starts just about 30 days ago. Garen, I'm not sure if you know this, but when a mama grung and a papa grung love one another very much, and they have this special connection. You know, sometimes they just want to act on these connections and, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nope, we get it. We get it. Well, anyway, as you know, Garen, grung tend to mature to adulthood, like between three months and a year old. So this is officially the youngest baby I've ever brought into the lab. Browruck is just two weeks old. He doesn't have much of a backstory at all, but... He does have some history of violence. Violence at two weeks? Well, see, Broderick is a level one, just a, just a little baby. Aww. Grung baby barbarian of the apprentice background. Wait, is this him in this little box here? Yep, sure is. Sleeping like an angel. Garen, well, I, I don't know about your kids, but this little stinker here, he's notorious for creating a veritable rainbow of smells. And in very few cases, would any of these smells be better than taking a big old whiff of cantrip candles? Cantrip candles are the purveyors of 100% soy candles that are specifically designed to accompany your tabletop adventures in games like D&D and Pathfinder. They have a great selection of scents that smell like different locations in a fantasy world, dank dungeons, peaceful sanctuaries, or this week's spotlight, Cosgrave Leatherworks. Your AC will increase by at least two with these notes of leather, clove, but to be honest, you can find a scent for all of your adventures with their sampler pack, which offer nine cents for a great price. Once you decide that you want to buy every single one of those scents, we are happy to announce that you now can, and Garen and I will help cover some of the costs. When you type the code LABRAT, that's L-A-B-R-A-T, for those of you that can't spell, you receive 10% off your total purchase. Be sure to check them out. That's Cantrip Candles, and if you don't know how to spell Cantrip, you probably also don't know how to spell LABRAT. 
Thank you, Danny and Canny Trip Candles, for that message. Now we're about to start our lab battle today, and if you're new to the show, let me quickly explain. We have nine categories that we prepared arguments for, and in each we will state why our character deserves a score between minus two and positive two, because even these level one little kids need to know that failure is an option, and they probably will experience it. Now once per show, each of us will be able to force the other to roll for the score which we are arguing using a charisma save based on the charisma score of our character. Then it's whoever has the most points at the end of the show will be the winner, and they will receive absolutely nothing. Now that's done, so why don't I get my kiddo going on the melee category. Molly wields a mace, but you're not supposed to hit, so she'll take a minus two. <laughs> yeah, if it's against her moral code, because San Papa says no, then it's a no-no. San Papa would prefer that she didn't hit people with a mace. Honestly, I, I should probably stay hushed so that I don't wake Brerook, but I'm arguing a plus two for him in melee. At level one, he's able to dish out 13 damage with his great axe, plus three to hit deals out 1d12 plus 1 slashing, which is pretty impressive at first level. How is this two-week-old grung holding a great axe? Man, such great strength. Let me tell you about his ranged. He's got a plus 4 to hit with his boomerang. Deals out 1d4 plus 2 annoying damage. Annoying damage. Could you imagine getting hit with a boomerang? That would be very obnoxious. So I'm arguing a 0. A 0 is appropriate for a boomerang, yes. I'm also arguing a zero, because Molly will shoot you, and you'd be like, uh, and then you're dead, and she could hide behind the doors and go pew-pew with her crossbow. Simple, but elegant. No argument here. How about in burninating, what kind of magic damage? Oh, gosh, I keep raising my voice. He's moving around a little bit. Okay, so Molly can use magic words, word of radiance, and everyone has to have really tough guts, constitution save, or they take heaven damage, radiant damage. I gotta translate a little bit. She's just a little baby. That's all she's got? Yes, but she thinks that's really good, so try not to hurt her feelings. Okay, minus one is better than a minus two. That's fair. I have to take a minus two because he doesn't have anything. Should I put like a, a nursery rhyme on or something? White noise machine? No, 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 no. Listen, because he's small doesn't mean that he doesn't have some sort of, you know, political acumen. I mean, he has this thing. It's a feature of his apprentice background. It's called working familiarity. You have an easy time talking to people with the working class, especially those whom you share a trade with. These people are more willing to share information with you than they otherwise would be, and you can make a modest living by offering your working experience to relevant stores and sites. I think that's pretty cool. Great roleplay experience. Garrett. Why don't we stop this whispering? Take him out of the box. Just handle him carefully. Oh, that'd be great. Garen, Ga Gar Garen the gloves. Garen, we'll put the gloves on. Oh, 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 San Papa. <laughs> uh, sorry, Whoa. yeah, I forgot to mention that he's a subrace of the grung, known as the blue skin grung from Volo Subrace Handbook. See, the blue oh. poison makes it so the affected creature must shout loudly or make noise at the start and end of its next turn. I, I, great control. How fitting. <laughs> the, oh. the effect should end soon, Garen. <laughs> ow, ow. Oh, he's, he's, he's attacking me. Oh, oh, oh it's raging. How cute. Not, not cute. Ow. Oh. San Papa. Uh, Garen, here, give it this. You, you see, folks, Ruruk, he, he has a little aid in self-control, you see. After he rages, in order to bring himself down, he has this bear of squeezing, which is a magic item from this supplement. It has three charges and casts calm emotion centered on himself with a DC of 13. The bear regains all of its expended charges at the end of each day. Plus two for cute teddy bear. Absolutely. So here's what Molly has in control. Oh, San Papa. She says, my sand gets in people's eyes and it makes it hard to hit me. Now, you shouldn't hit, but if they do try and hit... She can use that one, 
two, three, four, five times before she has to go to bed and it's the next day. She also gets super lost really easily when it's crowded and her parents freak out for a minute before they can find her, but she can't scare people, so it's good because she's cute. Now, just to translate that a little bit, Molly has a feature of the elemental domain which is desert defenses, where she can use a reaction if a creature makes an attack within five feet against you or an ally within five feet of you, and they have disadvantage on the attack. It's five times per long rest. As a feature of being a kid, you get to choose one negative trait and one positive trait. The positive trait that I chose for her is she had advantage on stealth checks when she's in large groups, and the negative is she's adorable, so she has disadvantage on intimidation checks. One negative to my control there for Molly but I think the desert defenses five times per long rest is pretty fantastic. I'm arguing a plus one. Yeah, and at first level, there's some great control there, so I will not take that plus one away from you. That would be like taking candy from a baby. Now, moving into tankiness, Garen, how well can your little girl take a hit? Well, her armor comes from cows, which is like milk, and she has a shield with a picture of a star on it. She's got nine hip points, which is big, and radiant and necrotic damage don't hurt as much. Uh, That AC is a 15, which is pretty decent. How about we both take a zero or a plus one, whatever you want to do, because I have an AC of 12, but 12 HP, so a little beefier. Uh-oh, uh, Sam nope. Papa! And at first level, every HP counts, so what do you think? We both take a plus one? After all, you couldn't kill him, and you're a grown man. That is true, and I'm I'm really getting sick of this yelling thing. Is this going to wear off eventually? Oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. I think it's like 48 hours or, or permanent. It, 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 you'll, you'll be fine. Well, excuse me. Ugh. Take us into LA Assist. Well, before I take us into Ally Assist, I would like to talk to our listeners just briefly on how they could be the best possible allies and make all the friends in the playground. That's right. This week, we'd like to reach out to your reviewing sensibilities as it pertains to DMs Guild. As we're using yet another fantastic supplement from that website, this week we would ask you to take the time to write a review of a product that you've downloaded on this website. And if you've never done that, head on over to DMs Guild. Go ahead and get Volo Subrace Handbook. I'm using it today. I use it in a lot of builds. It's pay what you want, which means that you can pay nothing and then go back after you enjoy it so much and pay for it. You need to get on that website. Writing reviews helps the authors and buyers know exactly what they're going to get and if the product was worth the effort. So please get out there and do a review today. Now, Bruruk, he has Arboreal Alertness, which allows him to have proficiency in perception, which is good for the party. No, that that fart was not from the party but from that monster that's standing right outside of Liaman's tiny hut. Minus one. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Minus one. Yep, very appropriate. Molly can touch her friends and give them one whole hit point as being an Asimar because you give them equal to your level. She can also tell them how to be good and make bad guys have to be smart enough to hurt them because you shouldn't hit. That is Bless and Sanctuary of the other two spells she has. Yeah, those are very helpful and at first level pretty powerful. So what are you looking for? Well, now that I've said it, I'm going to argue a plus one. I think it's worthy of a plus one at first level, so move right along. How balanced is Molly? Uh, I mean, you're going to be a little biased. This is your daughter. Right, but I'm also a very honest father because that's the only way to raise her. So the kid's race actually gives you a minus two to your strength. So Molly is six strong. She's 15 fast. 12 tough, 12 smart, 12 smart, but a different kind of smart, and she's 16 nice. Ah, ah, San Papa. Ah, I'm arguing a one. Yeah, definitely a nice balance there, but, you know, it's a kid, and I I think that I will also be on the plus one train because these aren't optimized. They take penalties, so as I run through these numbers, remember that I maxed out the strength, but it's still a 13. 15 dex, 11 constitution, 8 intelligence, 10 wisdom, and 15 charisma, proficiency in athletics, perception, and survival, and a passive perception of 12, 
which for a kid, pretty good. Yeah, you, you got those numbers pretty solid considering you took that minus two to strength. And your, yeah. your charisma's good because he's pretty adorable. That's, well, correct. I mean, you saw. You just mm-hmm. really should not hold him without gloves. But he also is water dependent as a grung, which means that if he doesn't spend at least one hour per day in water, he suffers a level of exhaustion. He also has a penalty, one of these negative traits that we took out of this supplement, It's called poor constitution. And because he's just a baby grung, that immunity to poison damage and poison condition that grungs get, I took that away because he's too young. So what are you arguing? Plus one. Ah, he's got a couple penalties there. Oh, so you think it's a zero. I'm feeling more like a zero on this guy. Yeah, well, maybe if he rages again, maybe you'll change your mind. No, 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 we don't have to go there, but I'm saying... As he's still a kid with that minus two to strength. I mean, when he hits adolescence, he's yeah, really yeah, going to take off. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But just remember, he still has one rage in the tank. Moving into our friendly charisma and aggressive charisma scenarios for this week, our smooth operator and spitting fire scenarios. This one was given to us by Ben Potts, one of our patrons. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash D&D character lab if you want to be a part of this. It reads... You know how the Vengeance Paladin in your party had his family killed by an evil wizard, Tortuga the Brown, and has since been hunting Tortuga looking for revenge? Well, Tortuga just marched right into the nobleman's mansion and announced the start of a new trade relationship with the town. And that's all well and good, but the guy's heartless and just needs to be deaded. The Lord won't listen to any aspersions cast on the wizard, though. Tortuga, he's a fine gentleman. How do you satisfy your paladin friend's need for revenge without getting run out of town as murderers? I'm arguing a plus one here. This is a level one barbarian, so I had to get really creative. They're not the smoothest creature. So Baruch, he's a little bit immature. He's two weeks old and all. He just, he loves poop jokes. He likes to spread a lot of rumors too. So he starts collecting swamp mud. You know that stuff that just constantly reeks like farts? We all know it's true. Yep. He cakes it on his hands and he just has it at the ready for all times if he just runs into Tortuga. When he inevitably does, he uses a plus two sleight of hand and slyly just cakes some on Tortuga's pants. (laughs) Then he tells the Lord who loves me because, you know, he's adorable, that he thinks that Tortuga has a problem keeping his poo-poo in and that he, <laughs> he always, always smells, smells like, poo-poo. like poo-poo. I would then try and sneak back into his house. So I'd probably try and find out where he lives, sneak into his house, take the remainder of his pants in his closet with swamp mud so that he always smells like swamp farts. We all know the Lord will not want to do business with a swamp farting bootied individual and the deal would eventually fall through. I don't think we can maintain the relationship because he smells like poo-poo. I think that's a plus one. Okay, yeah, I wasn't totally sold on the swamp mud smelling as bad as actual poo-poo. But the more and more you said swamp farts, ah, oh, San Papa, the more you said swamp farts, the more it really kind of sold me on the argument. So I can give you a plus one on that. So how do you handle this in a smooth way? Well, so Molly says that she's an arcane pupil, right? So she would have some books for her class, and she would ask the bad wizard if they could share books because sharing is hey, good. And I have it too because sharing is caring. So then when she sees his book, she knows the bad wizard signs because it's a feature of her arcane pupil where she can read uh, sigils and signs of different spells so she knows these are bad spells. Then she casts detect evils on him, and she tells the king that he's bad. And if the king doesn't listen... She tells the queen because he should really listen to his wife. So she's arguing a plus one. Pretty smooth for a kid. I don't know if it's as good as mine, though. Swamp farting, cake poo-poo. You're right. So it was a little high-minded. You want straight kid stuff, right? Oh, yeah. All right, then how about this? 
So she has the spell create and destroy water. So what she would do is just follow the wizard around all day and destroy his water. I Every time he tries to so. drink, she destroys it. If he wants to take a bath, she so. destroys it. He's going to be so thirsty and stinky, he'll be a big smelly crab and no one will want to be around him and he'll leave. Yeah, what are you arguing? I, I don't know. Plus two. It's basically the same scenario you came up with is make him stink. That's what kids yep. want to do. It's like, oh, they stink? No one likes them. Yeah, but that's really aggressive because, like, every time he's putting water to his lips, it's gone. So, yeah, plus two. I mean, yeah, yeah I like that. I've never heard destroy water. I, I, that is a good point. It's a create or destroy water, and I'd never have heard anybody destroy water, so good point. No! <laughs> I would have Send Papa. Her, uh, <laughs> hide quietly in a nearby swamp, and I would just have him rage when he saw him sneak my best sneak or perform a standing leap which is a grung ability get right behind him and just murder him like the dog that he is then when the interrogations began into finding out who did this i would squeeze my bear of squeezing to ensure that i was nice and calm and then i would use innocent which is a positive trait taken from this supplement and it grants advantage on deception checks made against adults so i could convince him hardcore that i had nothing to do with that yeah plus one plus one rage deception so, Dan, how do you feel about Brura, the baby barbarian grung? So, I, I think this would be a lot of fun to play. I, for some reason, got this idea of a baby frog as just being, like, the most adorable thing that I could possibly conjure. So, I just think this would be a lot of fun to play. With this innocent feature, you're pretty much untouchable when it comes to lying and you're adorable and then like people touch you and they involuntarily scream as we saw in the lab and i think it would be fun to play this and just watch the ability scores kind of improve and kind of grow with the character but then a couple of notes on the supplement that i kind of wanted to touch on that i thought were really neat so there are some cool discussions actually in the book like what if two different races procreated right it's mm -hmm. saying like that it doesn't necessarily mean that nothing will happen like that that a baby won't be born it also has some other considerations like injuries for pregnant pcs which i think is pretty brilliant it's a, it starts a conversation it kind of gives you some ideas to spark some thoughts so hats off to the author of this week's supplement little heroes and gregerson yeah and if you want to check it out the link is in our show notes and and while you're over on DMs Guild, maybe try downloading some of our best-selling content, which is a real thing. We're not just making it sound so good. We're talking about stuff like Wrong Rests, Wombo's Guide to Combos, and the sincerely underwhelming Jamee Jr.'s Horde of Forces. Yeah, guys, absolutely check out this product. We made some fantastic characters this week. Dan, this is surprising to me. I wouldn't think this would have happened, but your Barbarian beat my Cleric 4-3. to three. My Cleric was really fun. It's such a tease. The Sand Domain from Darren Kenny is a lot of fun. You guys are going to see more of his content on the show in the coming weeks. So check out Elemental Cleric Domains, which will also be in the show notes. I would, Of course I would play Molly. It's my kid. She's great. Wait till I make Jesse. He's a straight barbarian. That's true. Well, we hope you've been enjoying the new year, new lab these past few weeks. We ask that you just click over to our show notes and give our Patreon a look-see. We keep our patrons in the Discord up to date on all of the fun changes and projects that are coming out of the lab, including previews of any written material and discussion about the awesome products that we'll be using for shows in the future. Now, for just a buck, you can join our Discord. Participate in fan battles against one another, against one of the veterans in the Discord, and you still have access to the written audio cartoon content that we put out for the 12 days of christmas this past december no matter what thank you from the bottom of our little hearts for tuning in this week and in just seven days we are going to celebrate valentine's day by honoring the most ally assisting class that we think DD has and that is the bard yeah we're definitely going to set the bard high next week so be sure to tune in and just remember lab rats when it comes to character creation 
doesn't have to be optimized. Oh, 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 Sam Papa, it just has to be fun. Thank you. Now, a couple of notes before we let you depart. Everything that you heard on this show today was the brainchild of just two men, Garen Jones and Daniel Beal. If you'd like to consume more content from these two madmen, head on over to patreon.com forward slash DD Character Lab. Don't be intimidated, there's stuff there for free, but it's also a great way to support the show. Another great way? Head on over to dmsguild.com and search Garen Jones when you get over there, and what you will unlock is a mediocre Dragon's Horde of player content that is created by the boys over at the D&D Character Lab, and it's usually only priced for $1. So, no harm, no foul. Hey, speaking of the DMs Guild, we'd love to thank our third-party contributors to the show. A lot of these are independent authors. We want you to get on DMs Guild and support these guys' work because they do great things. If you don't believe us, listen to more of our show. We display them almost every single week. In fact, we probably featured one this week. If you'd like to see more of the content that either Garen or Dan featured on today's episode, head on over to the episode description and the links are down there for you. But hey, maybe you're a content creator yourself of some player options content. We would love to hear from you. Send an email over to dndcharacterlab at gmail.com with the content and we'll be happy to review it. Hey, maybe it'll even end up on the show. Last couple things here. If you're not following us on social media, at DND Character Lab on Twitter and Facebook, that's N is in Nancy, D Character Lab. I'm not sure what you're waiting for because we pump out great memes, the best, most dank memes on the DND internets. Also, subscribe to our show. That way you get the freshest character creations every single Wednesday delivered right to your ears. Thanks again for listening to us this week, Lab Rats. Catch you next week. Peace! That's right. Ann Gregerson put together this really unique I think piece. it's Gergerson. Your site. You are right. <clears throat> yes, Ann Gergerson. Mm, Gergerson? I'm pretty sure it's just yeah. Gergerson. Okay. Hold on. Let me look at her name on Twitter one more time. Because I, I had to double check this because it just it feels weird. Oh, no. It's, no, no, no. It's Gregerson. It's Gregerson? Gregerson? I'm, look, I'm looking at it on the cover right now. It's Gregerson. Oh, I called her Gergerson on the last episode.